boiling. Better late than never, as they say. You'll always have to wait for a good thing. Thank you to everybody, by the way, for supporting the show. Yes, of course, the interview with Herman Kelly from the Irish Freedom Party and also the topic we did around abortion uh, became one of our most popular days yet since we started going back now nearly, what, five and a half, six months ago. So thank you to everybody who's downloading our podcast on a regular basis. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. And we really appreciate the support you're giving us financially as well. To those who all donated and those who subscribe, I ask you to continue doing that. Of course, as I reminded you, there's three of us working on this show. We don't get paid for doing it. We all have our own full-time data, our daytime jobs, so to speak, or full-time jobs. So this is just a passion. But we need to pay the bills. So please, if you can support us, even with a donation or subscribing to the website, please go to the website now, www.nileboylan.com. And don't forget, we pick one subscriber every day and they get one of our mugs. Uh, we got our smug mugs for those who subscribe. There they are there. All right, we'll send them out, one of them out to every, or not to everybody, but to one person per day who subscribes or donates on the website. Now, today, of course, or yesterday, it was announced that, um, interestingly enough, on International Women's Day, we're going to have a referendum. I think that's very convenient that they're doing it. 86-year-old constitution, as you know, must be approved by popular vote. Any changes? And the country has had 38 referendums since 1937, since the installation of the constitution. Article 41.2 reads as follows, and I want to be clear about it because you want to be clear about it too if you're going to be voting on it. It says that it recognises that by her life within the home, woman gives to the state a support without which the common good cannot be achieved. And that mothers... Mothers, remember, uh, shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labor to the neglect of their duties in the home. Now, they want to change this. And there's two parts to it they have to change, which is what the family is and what a woman is, essentially. And the First Amendment, a proposed amendment, will replace the clause limiting woman's place in the home with a new state commitment to value the work of all family carers. In other words, they're going to change the word woman to all family carers. Now, let's be clear. Women are not limited to the home, and nobody believes that. But the Constitution was very cleverly written at the time uh, where it protected women who wanted to stay at home and raise children. Why in God's name would you want to change that? If you want to just add to it and add men to it as well, you could, I suppose. After all, women are still the primary carers, aren't they? Unless you're delusional or something. The Second Amendment, which is the most interesting part of all this, is we're now being asked to throw away the traditional view of marriage, I suppose, to some degree out of the Constitution, and the family can be anything it wants to be now. It seems it's going to be replaced with a broadened definition and not called the family anymore. It'll be called durable relationships. Now, that could essentially mean anything. I've got a durable relationship with my boss. So is he now my family? What about the cat? Is the cat my family because I have a durable relationship? Or your best mate that you've known for 20 years who comes over and hangs out with you every now and again? Is he your family now because it's a durable relationship? I mean, I don't know why we are trying to make, you know, the family indispensable in some way, or just dispensable or disposable in some way. The concept of the nuclear family consisting of parents and their children living together in a single household has been the cornerstone of stability and support throughout history. While societal structures continue to evolve, the nuclear family endures a fundamental unit that plays a crucial role in shaping the well-being of individuals and the fabric of our communities. And we know that. First and foremost, the nuclear family provides a stable and nurturing environment for the upbringing of children. Children thrive in an atmosphere where they feel secure and loved and supported. And the presence of both parents allows for a division of responsibilities, creating balanced approaches, uh, carving out and fostering a sense of stability that is essential for a child's emotional and physical development. The family unit serves as a foundation for imparting views, morals and cultural traditions and creating a sense of identity and belonging for a child. 
Additionally, the nuclear family instills a sense of responsibility and accountability to all the members within the family. But should parents, or mother and father primarily, in that family be married? I would say absolutely, but many think it doesn't really matter. And that's the view that I do respect, and I still believe, by the way, that mother and father married and kids provide the ultimate stability for children, but if you're not married, that's fine too. I have no issue with two men or two women, obviously being the parents of children as well. And as well, I suppose what's really important is, is that we are role models for our children. I personally believe that in a family with a mother and a father, you are getting both role models, male and female. I'm not trying to negate the importance of a single parent family, be it male or female, because that's just the circumstance, isn't it? But to me, the nuclear family has proven its adaptability by evolving to meet the changing needs of its members. And we're now being asked to throw away that traditional view in the Constitution, and a family can be anything at once now. As much as I should respect, and I do respect people from different family units, is it not important that we keep the traditional family, or the nuclear family as they call it, and should that remain protected under the Constitution? So here's what I'm asking you today is, how are you going to vote? Yes or no? Yes means you change this to a catch-all term, like, um, what was the term again? <laughs> um, durable relationships. And you get rid of the word woman. And no means you want to leave it as it is. So you're still protecting women in the home and a family is still the nuclear family. Let me know what you think. Will you be voting yes to changes or no to leave it as it is? 085-122-55. That's 085-122-55 is the number you can WhatsApp if you want to come on the air and talk to us. Carl Dieter, correspondent, talk about everything type person. <laughs> joins me on the line. Carl, hi, how are you? I, I think at this stage you're just trying to troll me with these introductions. So <laughs> I need I need a proper I do need a proper title for you. Financial expert. See, that is your title, financial expert, but we're not talking about finances really, are we? No, but well actually we are. We are in many ways. Oh, okay. Um because well because and I'll explain the connection here, is that when you start to create newfound forms of what constitutes a family, you create newfound forms of entitlement to tax breaks, entitlement to certain welfare things, uh, you create newfound forms of where money is going to be spent to support and uh, fund the, the various um, NGOs that will be you know, in this space in the future or that are in there already. Well, let's just look at, at the importance of marriage. And when I say the importance of marriage, really what I'm saying is there, there has to be an acceptance that two parents are better than one, assuming that all the usual caveats, one of them isn't abusive or, you know, subs-dependent. Mm. The functional something. family, yes. They're not if dysfunctional. Look, yeah, if you look at, at kids, one of the best predictors of poverty is to grow up in a single family home. Uh, they have higher rate of, uh, of poverty when this happens, and, and to an extent it's to be expected because obviously there's only one, one, one income. person contributing yeah. in, in, a, in a single family home. But uh, it's actually hardest on women, and over 80% of kids remain with mothers rather than fathers. So women on their own find it harder to work full-time. They suffer future income shocks as a result. The children from families that split up, and this is why I think we need to stop worrying about what we say women in, in the home and really think about the importance of the promotion of uh, more enduring marriage rather than enduring relations or some new speak word. Kids from divorced homes, and here's, I can't quote from Ireland because we never have good data, um, but you can look at the UK, you can look at the USA, they have higher odds of early substance abuse and sexual activity, greater likelihoods of engaging in delinquency. 85% of American youths in prison have no father in the home. 
71% of high school dropouts have no father in the home. 90% of homelessness and runaway children are from fatherless homes. People in Australia who experience divorce or separation of their parents during childhood accumulate 46% less net wealth on average than people who come from homes where the parents don't break up. Mm. Children from single-parent households have higher odds of poverty, four times greater. And like I said, it is actually the greatest indicator of poverty. So this whole idea that, oh, you know, families, whatever you want on the day, is nonsense. It's basically a, a, a slow erosion of any kind of uh, conservative or traditional values. And now, the, you you, you do know, by the way, that agenda. they announced yesterday that they're purposely leaving gender equality out of it. They were going to bring that into the referendum too, but they decided to purposely leave it out because it would raise the whole transgender debate, which would, you know, mess the whole thing up completely for them, right? So they're purposely having this on International Women's Day to try and catch the women's vote, obviously, and, and promote it as a women's vote. And, you know, so it's, a, it's an all-encompassing thing where basically they're looking at two parts of this referendum. Is the one you've just spoke of, which is the family. And I agree that the family, I believe, is very important to replace that with the words durable relationships I think is, a, is absolute and utter nonsense and it's doing it's nothing it's but eroding the family made up words. of course it's a made up well, word me and you have do, a durable relationship Carl you know what I mean I know you we have a durable <laughs> relationship are we are we part of a family together you know what I mean I think well, not well, well, you're not staying with me for any longer than two days at a time okay and the other thing is <laughs> the woman's place in the home has been described by some um, commentators as sexist I don't believe for a minute it's, it's sexist bullshit. okay alright so first off let's just reiterate Government always, and the, the leftists within government, and this is really a leftist push coming from, you know, leftist politicians and NGOs, they hate things where you can create a devotion to anything outside of the state. So they always go after the same things, nuclear family and religion. Now, I'm not, you know, particularly, you know, on any side when it comes to religion debates, but they, I hate when they go after the families. And uh, the, the important thing to, to focus on here is that when they say that women, you know, it's sexist to say women should be in the home. When you look at carers, it is overwhelmingly women, so that's a fact. And I don't think that men say, oh, I feel left out because of the wording and the constitution. Like, seriously? Mm. You know, the fact is that if women do choose to stay at home and raise children, that is often a choice that they make for their own fulfillment. And as much as it enrages modern progressive women who say, no, we should all be out fulfilling whatever our other destiny is, there are still a lot of women who have traditional values. And, and some of the most unhappy women that I know are women who actually bought into the, the modern world where they said, yeah, I'm going to just go work. I'm going to have a career. I'm going to be real successful. Would you be okay with adding the word men to it? Well. Would you be okay with adding the word men to the Constitution? So in other words, women or men, mothers or fathers, shouldn't have to go to work to necessitate providing for their children. Would you be okay for that? Would change that? We'll think about what that implies, Niall. It means because nobody has to go see, to work. This, this, is, this is the funny thing, is that by you trying to be, you know, judicious and recognize both sides, you've actually just made it possible for men to stop working and, and say, no, I'm staying in the home and now we're not doing it either. I, I think if they were to, to say that, you know, there was some way of doing this that, that wouldn't really change anything so someone, someone's feelings wouldn't be hurt, you'd probably find that the, the people who are truly offended by this is probably like, five or six total nut jobs who are just activists on everything every day anyway. I don't think anyone actually cares. Mm. But so so you, are you telling me you'll be voting no to both of these amendments? It's just dumpster fire nonsense from, a, you know, a body politic that is so out of touch. What I want is a bigger prison. That's, that's actually my great wish for politics. I want people with 100 convictions to not be walking around the street doing more con- things that are criminal. And, and that first. 
after we after this it. yeah not this yeah. populist nonsense yeah like this is this is just a distraction to try and make us say like look at how good we are and bear in mind by the way the progressives in general they always support bad ideas and then when it fails they say oh this is someone else's fault this is you know this is this didn't work because of the far right. This didn't work because of capitalism. Oh, yeah. But, oh, oh, by the way, if you, that's, what, that's what's going to happen here, by the way. If you vote no, you'll be classed as the far right. <laughs> <Of course you're laughs> Carl, it's been lovely talking to you again. And I know you're, you're a busy man today. And I appreciate you coming on the air, Carl Dieter. Thank you very much indeed. Carl is voting no. Carl, who's a member of my family now, can I point out? Uh, you're all members of my family. Morris, you're also in my family because you're in a durable relationship with me as well. And, and so is Breed and BB. We'll talk to them in a second as well. Uh, Morris. Yeah. Do you, will you be no, voting? I always wanted a younger brother. I always well, wanted a younger there brother. There you go. Welcome, Welcome along. Brother. Welcome along, my sibling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, listen, but according I to am. the government and the new constitution they want to change, because we're in a durable relationship and I've known you for so many years coming on the radio, we could probably claim we're family. A brother from another mother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that's it. Um, listen, I, I'm old school. I was reared in a big family, working class family. My mother was the main creator of the family. She was a homemaker. She decided to have a career at home to raise her 10 kids. My father went out and he earned a crust and he was a hunter-gatherer. And my mother chose to do that because she instilled in us the values of life, right? Mm -hmm. And she gave us the, the upstanding upbringing that we needed today and wanted today. And I said, what makes you proud, Ma? She said, none of has brought the police to the door. And that's a, that's a good upbringing that a, a woman could be proud of something like that. And she wanted to have children. And women like your mother and my mother sacrificed their own lives to put their lives into their children. Mm. But now you... Are, are we devaluing? I, I think we're actually no. devaluing women by trying to take this out of the Constitution. I think so. Very much so, yeah. Because if, if you don't have a mother in a home, it's not a home. No, it's not. Mothers are homemakers. End the story. Jesus had a mother for Christ's sake if you want to keep going down that road. <laughs> okay. And I do, by the way, I'm, I don't want to disrespect same-sex couples who were in a relationship with children yeah. as well. I mean, that's fair enough. But I, but I still think the traditional nuclear family is the family that we should yeah. respect. And it should be still yeah. remaining in the Constitution. You can have other families too if you want to. But why we want to change oh. the Constitution is beyond me. Yeah. What, why would you want to change something that's not broken, that has stood the test oh, well, of time? But the lefties think it Adam is broken. Eve, they, they think it is broken. Adam, hang on a minute. Adam and Eve started a family, am I right? In the Garden of Eden? Well, according to the Bible, sons. yeah. Yeah, Yeah. well, that's it. And people want to go down that road. Fine. You, whatever you want to be in this life, you be it and you be happy. But don't shove something down my throat that I've loved and come from all my life and that I believe in. The core of the family is the mother. To me, Noel, because of the upbringing that I got and the learnings that I've got taught in my life, women are sacred because they have been chosen to bring new life into this world from wherever realm we come from, from wherever we come from and wherever we're blessed with. Women are the birthing channels of bringing the next generations into the world. And women are sacred in a lot of people's eyes. And I uphold that. My mother was a sacred woman. She brought 10 into the world. Carol's mother was sacred. She brought eight into the world. And they were brilliant. And I'll be honest with you, I'm glad I had influential women like that, them two women in my life. Do you know why? And my granny? Because it made me the man I am today. And I passed down everything they taught me down to my children. Well said, yeah. Morris. So, Morris, I'm assuming on that note, you'll be voting no to the changes. I'll vote no, and I can't wait for this government to be put out of peril because we never voted for them in the first place. Thank you, Morris. Let me go to Breda. Breda, hi, how are you? 
Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Nice to talk to you. But you heard Morris, and I have to say, he spoke very elo- eloquently there about women, yes, didn't he? he? Did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of respect for women. Yeah, absolutely. And so he should. I mean, my mother was the same. There were six of us. She reared us all, and um, she taught us the values of life. And like Morris's mother, my mother said, not one of you causes an ounce of trouble. And mm-hmm. she's very proud of that fact, you know. But I think... You know, trying to, to take away the right of a woman to stay at home is atrocious. I mean, if you choose to go out and work, which I, I went out and worked, but I mean, that was my choice. I was lucky I had my mother and father to help bring up Jenny, you know. Um, but I mean, I have friends who stayed at home and reared their children and enjoy doing it. And I admire them because I think it's probably the hardest job in the world to do, to be at home 24-7. So how does anybody think it's the right take that away from them. Well, what they, what they want to do is there's two amendments they want to make to the Constitution. The First Amendment will be proposed to replace the clause limiting women's place in the home with a new state commitment to value the work of all family carers. In other words, yeah. they'll be removing the word woman, uh, which is, yeah. they seem to want to eradicate the word woman in this world we live in at the moment. And they want to replace it with all family carers. The second one that being chucked out is the word family will be taken out of the Constitution and it will be replaced by durable relationships. Ah, uh, stop. So you and I have a durable relationship. Yeah, we have a durable. I have a durable relationship with the cat, for God's sake. Is that part of the family? You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Does that mean that, like, if something happens to me, because you're part of my durable relationship, you're you're financially responsible for it? I I don't know how that's going to work out, yeah. But I suppose what it's trying to do is recognise, you know, the amount of children now who are born out of wedlock, so to speak. Um, in other words, people who live together. And by the way, I have no problem if people live together, they don't want to get married and have kids, and that's fine. As long as they respect and love their children, I couldn't care less. But I still believe that marriage and that form of relationship should be the cornerstone uh, of everything we do in society. But no, I look, sorry, you know, look, that everybody doesn't have to get married to have a, have a family no, life. No, I didn't say they do. No, they don't have that, to. That's, that's, your, that's, that, that's your ethos and that's grand. But just because somebody isn't married doesn't mean... No, I didn't. No, I, I couldn't agree with you more. They equally love their children. They equally love each other. But to me, marriage is important. And the thing about it is, just because it doesn't have, you know, I don't know, people, they, well, they used to say live in sin years ago, people who live together in the Constitution doesn't mean they're not protected by law because they are protected by law. Um, but oh, Because, yeah. you know, they can still, if they separate after a period of time and own a house together and have kids, they still have to go to family law courts. So it's still the same situation. But the word family is really important. The word woman is really important. So why remove it? But you're like, because they're gobshites. That's why. You know, they're looking for some. I think it's amazing how this came out. When was this for a house and I? Well, it was was announced yesterday. And here's here's the clever move. They're going to have it on March the 8th, which is International Women's Day, purposely to garner the female vote. No. They must think we're all stupid, do they? But the, well, the problem is, there's women on the radio yesterday, I've been listening to the Green Party on the radio yesterday, women on the air saying that the idea of the Constitution having the line by her life within the home, woman gives the state support, which is the common good and cannot be achieved, um, they believe that's sexist. Ah, please. Like, sure, listen, why don't we just eradicate everything that's having to do with, with being in the home and having a family or anything else? I mean, isn't it amazing that this has come out and it's all of a sudden it's the topic of conversation and everything else has been forgotten about in relation to... Oh, well, isn't that the Irish Dublin? government? Redirect, redirect, redirect. You know yes. what I mean? So what happened in Dublin a week and a half ago. Oh, what? You know, like... Oh, what happened? Like, uh, 
or what happened in the Dáil yesterday, which was our Minister for Justice, by the way, who should have had a vote of no confidence because she's useless. Yeah. But they all protected her. And and, and by the way, I'm warning every, each and every one of you, you know what's going to happen here, don't you? She's going to be the next leader of the party. And you know what's yeah. going to happen? They're going to push her in to be the Taoiseach. Can you imagine yeah. Helen McEntee yeah. being the Taoiseach of Ireland? Yeah, well, I that's, I don't think she'll get, get enough votes in to be able to do that, to be perfectly honest with you. I think I think there's going to be a big shake-up, in my opinion. Um, but I would certainly be voting no against all of that. I mean, it, it, it's opening a can of worms. As I said, just because like we're now classless, what's the word you used again, Niall, sorry? Well, oh, yeah. a durable relationship. Oh, no, durable no, relationship, but, yeah. But then surely, like, if I'm in a durable relationship and something goes wrong, I can look... I can come to you looking for financial support. I, I think they're opening a big can of worms here that could lead to an awful lot of problems down the road. Mm. Like, so are you protected by being in a durable relationship? Well, that's what they want to do. They want to protect everybody but, in a durable relationship. But, but there you go then. So, you know, like, that, that's, that's a very wide word to use to say, like, as you said, you and I are in a durable relationship. We've known each other for years. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you have to financially support me if something goes wrong tomorrow. Imagine I get a phone call tomorrow. <laughs> if anything happened to you, Breed, I get a phone call tomorrow. Just letting you know, yeah, one of your <laughs> listeners, Breed, as she popped her clogs, and you're now financially responsible for her daughter. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying, like. Do you not think that that's, that's something that could happen? Because they're leaving it wide open now. Like, at least in, in the way family is defined now, there's certain rules and regulations. Yes, they don't always go the way they should go, but at least you have a basis, whatever. So Okay, okay, well do me a favor, stay there for a second if you want to. I want to go to Dave in a second. It's gonna play this quick break first. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. And all through his life they just keep telling him to shut up. But not anymore. Because now he has his own live podcast. The Niall Boylan Podcast. Yeah, let me go to Dave if I can. Dave, hi, how are you? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Dave, how are you? So far, it's an overwhelming no, and I'm looking at all the WhatsApps coming in, and it's a no. The government are not going to do too well on this one from what I can see, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's just my listeners. Yeah, no, I just want to go back to a point Morris made. Do you know what he was saying? Like, you can't have a home without a woman, and women are homemakers, and, you know, they give the, the you say, the, the best outcome for your kids and for your families. Yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah, I agree with him. Okay, well, what's that mean for people in my situation, so? Well, Dave, am with, I, am, with am respect, I not, no, no, with, no, but you've I, asked me no, a question. One second. Do you want me to answer? Yeah, no, one second, but, just one second. But I'm just like, we keep hearing this, like, you know, women, women, women. And I wholeheartedly agree that, like, a two-parent family is the best setup for kids, whether it be two mothers, two fathers, or mother and a father, the classic nuclear family. But I keep hearing this, like, crack from people lately that, like, you know, you need a woman in the home, you need a woman in the home, you need a woman in the home. I... Obviously, the situation I'm in, it's not very common, thank God. But I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say I'm triggered or anything, but I do find it a wee bit insulting towards men. No, and, and you know what? I'd say you're a wonderful father, Dave, because I've spoken to you many times on the air. You sound like a good man, a wonderful father to your son. And sadly, your wife passed away quite young, and that leaves you in a circumstance. But your circumstance is exactly that. It's a circumstance. It's not something that was by design. Nobody planned it. It wasn't meant to happen that way. And, you know, and for your son, your your family would be far better off, obviously, if your wife was still with us because your son would benefit, from, benefit by having you and your wife here. And, you know, and we have to be not be delusional about this. 
when we look back through time, and even now, the majority of stay-at-home parents, by choice, are women. Because women are just better at it, generally speaking. I'm not saying you're not good at it, and there are stay-at-home dads who are great at it. But you're just better, or she, your wife would be better no, at it. No, do you know why it is? It's, it's not necessarily because women are better at it. It's because men, by our very nature, we take the, well, how would you say, we take the easy way out. We're like, no, I'm going to go to work and leave you with the house. Because trust me, <laughs> staying at home, yeah. I, I, like, I used to be one of those people. I was like, I'd love to be a stay-at-home parent. <laughs> Easiest job in the world. I am telling you right now. It is the hardest job anyone Absolutely. will ever do. And don't be insulted and, by Carl Dieter's figures earlier on when he was talking about, you know, children who come from broken homes or separated families or single-parent families are more likely to end up in jail. They're more likely yeah, to drop then, out of yeah, college. But, but fair, these yeah, are all facts. Yeah, these are all facts. Yeah, but, but that doesn't mean yeah, there's not this, good single parents in the world. Of course there is. Yeah, no, no, no. But, but they, no, but uh, look, to, to be fair, the statistics support it because obviously if you have to, uh, two, like, two parents in the home, you know, you, you, you have more time for your More money and more money probably too. More money. There's less chance of social and financial deprivation you get to spend more time with your kids because you're not out working you know you're you're you know you're you're happier in a better mood yeah no i just i, I it's just when you keep hearing it's like you know like men we can do it but we're just lazy and we don't do it unless we really have to do it so and will you be voting like yes then, or will you be voting uh, no Honestly, I think it's a waste of time and it's a waste of money. It is a waste of time and it is a waste of money. You're absolutely right. But if it wasn't for the lefties, we wouldn't be having a referendum. And it suits the government perfectly to distract their attention away from what's really going on in this country. It's it's another one of these sexy progressive topics. I mean, if it if it had some sort of a like a tangible um, effect on the world that we live in, I I'd probably be a bit more interested in it. But it's not like we've ever seen a high court case. from a woman who doesn't want to go out and work um, and, you know, brings up... There was, there was right. one, I was reminded, Jesse, there was one case, I think, in the 1980s, Herman Kelly from the Freedom Party reminded me, and I think it was in the 1980s, it was taken to the High, high Court of the Supreme Court of a woman who claimed the state should support her if she decided to stay at home. And uh, well, the, how did that go? It didn't go too well for her. So basically, <laughs> she was told it's entirely up to the government. Yes, the state will support you with the standard benefits that you're entitled to, but it's up yeah. to the government to provide money and it's there, yeah. it's the government who decides how much money you get by law, not under the Constitution. In, in other yeah. words, nobody in this country is allowed to sleep on the streets. And yeah. I know people are going to argue and say, no, there's 14,000 people homeless. They're not. They're in hotel rooms. They're in temporary accommodation or whatever it is. It's, it's, not, it's not ideal, but it is yeah. better than sleeping in a tent yeah, on absolutely. a street. Yeah. yeah, so people are not allowed to sleep on the streets. In other words, if you're in a situation where you're desperate and you're out on the streets, the government should provide for you. Or if a mother's out on the streets, uh, the government should provide for you. And that, that's just the way it is. And, and to be honest, to be fair, you know, all the giving out that we do about previous governments and this government, there are very few people who are left in that situation. You know, unless there's a different no. circumstance. Yeah, no, and to be fair, I mean, I've been fairly well looked after myself w- with our own situation. And I, I'll be one of the first people to bitch about the government as well. So sometimes, to be fair to them, they do get it right. Um, look, I wouldn't have anything against, like, maybe don't take mother out of it. Maybe add, like, mother and father or, you know, mother, father and carer. You know, as in, instead of, like, wiping out what was previously there, add to it. You know, I like, add to it in a way that reflects the, the world that we live in. Uh this durable relationships thing, though, I like, I like. Yeah, what's that about? Like, who gets? I I don't know. I mean, just just think, like some solicitor somewhere got paid got paid probably big money to put in <laughs> durable relationships instead you know, of the I mean, instead like, of the word family. I mean, what's wrong yeah, with the like word family? family? Uh, there's nothing wrong with the word family. Like a family is a family. Be it like a one parent, two parents, 
you know, a single sex. Well, I mean, couple, the, the definition we have currently couple. of a family, or the, the 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 vision we have of a family, is a man, a woman, three kids, whatever. That's the vision we have of a family. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that vision. There's equally nothing wrong with a vision, you know, with two dads and and kids if that's what they want to have as well, or, or a single mom with two kids. There's nothing wrong with those visions. But the ultimate no. vision and the ultimate family has to be the nuclear family because that is the ideal scenario, isn't it? Well, it's, not, it's, it's it's the ideal scenario, but just statistically speaking, you're going to have more of them, you know. So, do, but no, but don't, like don't deny it's the ideal scenario. It, I mean, for a child, well, if no, you look I, at if you know if you look at the stats, a child will always fare off better in a nuclear family, always, provided it's well, functional. I, I don't know. You see, I I've, I've never seen the, the the statistics. Like I, I personally, I think like a child who grows up in a family with same sex parents, will, like you know, by the very nature of it being a same sex couple they might grow up with less prejudice than, uh, you know, like a mother or father because they know what it's like to get abuse off people from coming from the same-sex family. Now, again... Yeah, but I suppose the, 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 the psychological or the psychiatrist's argument uh, from that would be, and I've no, again, please don't let me think that I'm disrespecting same-sex couples, uh, is that children fare off better when they have a male and female role model. Yeah, well, oh, no, definitely. Well, ob- yeah, well, obviously, like, if you're a girl in a family with... With two men, you need a female influence. The same way if, you know, if you're like in a house with a bunch of dudes, a, a female influence would be good on uh, yeah. the, the boys as well. Like, yeah, no, that's, that's, you see, like, that's, that's not like, you know, families as we've created them. That's human nature. You know, that's, that's biology. That's hardwired into us. Yeah, but no, I mean, nobody's had a problem in the last three or four years with same-sex couples. I mean, the same-sex couples can get married, they can adopt. There's nothing, the, the Constitution has never stopped them from doing any of these things. So I don't know why we need to change it and take away the nuclear family, which to me is the tra- traditional family. And as I said earlier on, I believe it's the cornerstone of society. Stay there for a second. Let me go to Martin. I have to go through people quickly, I'm told. And also, by the way, I've also been told that um, it's very, very difficult for us because most of the people who are coming on the air, I'd say 99% of them, are all voting no. They don't believe it needs to be changed. So if you want to vote yes and you believe, for example, the article in the Constitution is sexist and you believe the word family needs to be redefined in the Constitution, I would love to hear from you and we will give your call priority, okay? I promise you will be put on the air before anybody else because I want to balance it out and find out exactly why people are voting yes. The number 085 Just WhatsApp that number and say, let me on. That's 085 Let me go to Martin. Martin, hi, how are you? Good afternoon, Niall. I'm well, thank you. Good, Mark. Um, I will be voting no, as you, you, you probably know that yourself. Yeah. Um, this notion of the word durable. Hmm. Durable means simply, you know, whether it be a, a good, whether it be a manufactured good or a, an article of clothing or whatever. It simply means something that's able to stand up to wear and tear. Yeah. And the state are the hardest wear and tear on couples and relationships trying to raise children now. This is nonsense. It's gobbledygook. I mean, we we live in a fabulous country in which the politicians have nothing better to worry about. Only I don't see it as fabulous. It must be. I'm obviously missing it. <laughs> because they, they don't have work. There aren't more important things to be sorted out in our country. And they're going to waste, I don't know how much. I'm, assuming, million, I'm, I'm assuming millions, yes. Yep. Yeah, million. They're going to change. They're trying to change our constitution. I mean, who who could be bothered, really? Well, there's NGOs. There's NGOs out there been campaigning for this for the last few years. 
Yeah, National and, Women's uh, Council and all these other yeah, organisations the, 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 who've been the, the pushing the for national, it. The National Women's Council who can't even define what a woman is. Mm. Um, like, we're, up, we're up for eyes in NGOs in this country. And you know my view on the NGOs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would abolish the vast, vast majority mm-hmm. of them. Let them sink or swim on their own dime, not mine. It, it, I really, the way we're being treated in this country... The political classes are treating the citizenry of this country with absolute contempt. And I have contempt back for them. I think the vast majority of them have nothing but their own interests at heart. And all these NGOs and the people who walk within them, what what are they contributing? I I can't think of, of, at this moment in time, I can't think of any NGO off the top of my head that have really contributed anything to Irish society. There may be some, there may be... No, there, we all know at this stage, the six billion for NGOs is essentially an yeah. industry at this stage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't remember who it was, but it was, there was one of them in the, in the European Parliament that one time asked, does everybody in Ireland work for an NGO? Mm. We've got many of them, and there's that much money goes into them. But it's like, why, why would anyone put so much effort and time and money into changing the constitution mm. in that in that regard. And there's only one reason for it, and that is to destroy family in this country. That's what it's all about. It's about destroying family life. You know? I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's, I, I there's, there's, there's a text, hold on, there's a text in here that says, Niall, as a single parent, I find it deeply insulting to listen, listen to Mr. Dieter at the start of the show waffle on about statistics about single parents. Now, Hang on for a second. Carl didn't say anything about single parents. He said children who come from broken homes, separated families or single parents are more likely to, and he went on to give the statistics. He's not making up those statistics. They actually are true statistics. That doesn't mean, by the way, if you're a single parent, don't take that as an insult. You could be doing a wonderful job. It doesn't mean every single parent. It just says more likely. And I, I, I don't know why people get so triggered by these statistics or triggered by this notion, you know, that we can't have a discussion around what is a traditional family and is the traditional family the best type of family. It doesn't mean every other family is bad, by the way. It just means that's the best. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the figures are there to prove that. You know, Cardinator quoting statistics He's not making it up. No. He has no particular axe to grind in that regard. I mean, it, 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 it'd be like if I could, I wouldn't have them off the top of my head, but I don't even need to be told that you're more likely to get lung cancer if you smoke than if you don't. Mm. It's a simple fact. There's no point in jumping up and down about it and saying, oh, that's not true. Yeah, I smoke and true. I've never got lung cancer. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Good luck to you, so. <laughs> like Keep denying, denying reality is, is... But that happens. I quoted those figures that Carl quoted earlier and I quoted them a few times over the last few years. And every time I quote them, I got one complaint to the Broadcasting Authority about three years ago because I quoted those figures online. And I, I can't remember the exact figure now, but it was you're in America, you're more likely to end up in prison, for example, or you're yeah. 71% more likely to end up in prison, whatever it was, if you come from a single parent family or a broken home. And somebody went bonkers and sent in a complaint to the Broadcasting Authority. And I'm going, well, why did you waste my time? Now, thankfully, the BI rejected the complaint because it was a factual statement. But yeah. people get so triggered by these things. It doesn't mean that every single parent is bad. It doesn't mean that every same-sex parents are bad. It just means that people will suggest that statistically, the nuclear family, as they call it, or the man, the woman, the two children, provided they're functional, works out best. 
Yeah, and it's it's true that not every not every family with a, a, a man and a, a woman and children. They're not all good families. No, there are, there no are, because the father could be an alcoholic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So could the mother. They could be they could be beating the kids. There'll be all kinds of things going on. You know, it's yeah. it's it's not a it's not a surefire. Okay, so the b- bottom line is, and I'm sorry, I have to get through calls really quickly. But the bottom line is, you'll be voting no to both parts of the both amendments in this. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Thank you, Martin, and enjoy your little time away. I know you have a little break away there. And let me go to Neve. Neve, Neve, hi. How are you? Hi. Yeah. How are you? Good, Neve. Uh, will you be voting yes or no? I'll be voting no. I wouldn't trust them at all. I think it should be left as it is. I fear that they're going to have mothers out working day and night instead of having their time at home with their children when they're born for mm-hmm. a few years. Okay. That's what I would fear. Now I'm past that, but. That I don't like it. It kind of reminds me of how um, they got they, both couples to go out and work full time for a mortgage when he used to be able to do it on one, get a mortgage yeah. on one. And it's like they're pushing everything in the wrong direction, in my opinion. Which, which is not really, good for children, by the way. Can I just say, fair play to women who want careers and everything else, but it's been it hasn't been good for the family and it hasn't been good for children because. I don't like to see children being born into a situation where they're in a crash from 8 o'clock in the morning to 6 o'clock in the evening. That's not a good upbringing for a no, child. No, me neither. No, it's wrong. I, I don't mean, it works for some people, I know that. I feel like a parent should be home. It doesn't have to be the mother, but look, when I was at home when I was sick from school when I was small, if my mother minded me, I was very comfortable and happy. When my father did, and he was a lovely man and all, he looked after us, he didn't have that special touch that my mother had. Yeah, he was distracted. Soaking you know, <laughs> it in, putting a duvet around here, you know, make sure every, you're okay every five minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. He didn't have the same touch, and that's nothing on him. Jeremy, he's a fabulous man, great father. Yeah. But I find it quite I, sinister, I, by the way, that they're trying to remove the word woman from the Constitution. Well, here's another thing as well as the National Council of Ireland. Now, I'm not picking on anyone, but... Um, Women's Aid, which is a fabulous organisation, I did notice a tweet he put out um, the other day and it had something about abuse in the world and it said people who were abused. Now, I know the statistics are probably men and women, but why not put that? They've always been focused on women. Well, it is, well, it is a women's organisation, yeah. It was men's yeah, aid to be men. Men. Yeah. Yeah, they were always focused but the, on women, but it, but it, men's aid should but, be focused on men. But you will hear them constantly now talking about uh, pregnant people. And th- these are these NGOs like the National Women's Council and many others, yeah. And they also put out. Why don't? Yeah, go ahead. Sir. They didn't they put out something there recently? One of the NGOs about um, people with prostate cancer, or people yeah. who, yeah. And so let's be clear about this: only men have a prostate. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. People don't have prostates; don't men they, do. Why don't they call it what it is? Even though it's crap, if you ask me. But if you're going to bring out, say, uh, no disrespect to trans people at all. But if you're going to say, why don't you just say trans man is pregnant? They don't say that because it's absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Okay, I, I, I do believe you're right. I do believe they're trying to eradicate the word woman. I do believe they're trying to eradicate the idea of women if they want to and choose to stay at home um, with their children for the first formative years of their lives. I do believe they're trying to push people out to work. You're right, Neve, And I do believe they're trying to devalue the family. Um, so you'll be voting now as well. Let me go to Maureen. Maureen, hi, how are you? Oh, hang on, Maureen. I just got you there now. I do apologise. Hey, Maureen. Hi, Niall. How Sorry for you? keeping you waiting there for 16 You're minutes fine. and 24 seconds, You're fine. to be exact. I'm patient, woman. <laughs> you'd want, you'd want to be old, living though. in this country. <laughs> oh, now with these, it's like red rag. Trouble with me with these bastards. I mean, God forgive me, my... Oh, stop. 
Mm. Yeah, you know, it, what is, it's true. It's, a, it's, it's the erosion of women and the word woman. Mm. When they started coming out with pregnant people, men in dresses are claiming they're women, and I as a woman must regard a man, and I know the man as a woman. When all this happened, and then they're, in, you know, they're pushing their way into their sports, women have nothing left. It is to get rid of it. I think it's actually to get rid of women, to be honest with you. But to remove the word woman is absolutely disgraceful. But what, what do you make of women, uh, you know, in political parties who said that this uh, line in the Constitution is outdated and sexist? I tell you what they are, Niall, in my opinion, they're just ignorant bitches. Oh, right, okay. And these, one, these ones out here that are calling themselves feminists, they're not feminists. They have no idea what a feminist is. I would class myself a feminist, but I'm not the feminist that they portray themselves to be. You know, you know the feminist I be talking about. Mm. Man opens the door for me, pulls out a chair for me. All that kind of thing. That, that, that's, being, that's me being a feminist. I love all that. The chivalry. Uh, yeah, yeah, chivalry. Yeah, that, that's me as a feminist. I, I love that, you know. But to, to say, to, to start removing this from the Constitution and to take away any protection, the protection that was there mm. is absolutely disgraceful. And what, 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 about changing the, what about changing the definition of family um, to durable relationships? That's garbage. Garbage. Does seem like garbage. Durable relationship, my whole. Yeah. I know the durable relationship I give them if I ever stand in front of them, and that's true. Mm. It's absolutely shocking what they're getting away with in this country. Yeah, well, we're all in a kind of, me, you, and Neve, we're, we're all kind of in a durable relationship, aren't we? We are. We, should, we, we are, yes. Yeah. But sure, look, I'm here with my, my grandchildren. I mind them three days a week. Sure, I'm in a durable relationship. But you see, the thing of my suppose, what I, I, I don't mind doing it in Ireland. You know, I, you know my medical condition. And some days I can't hardly move, but I do it. Because for me, I'm a figure at home when they come from school. I'm not their mother, but I'm their grandmother. Yeah. So they're coming in to a mother figure in the home when they come from school. I wonder, by the way, and I'm just, I say this to both of you, Neve. I wonder about definition, but by definition, durable relationship, does that mean the cat is officially a member of your family now? Because that's a kind of durable relationship. Or your best mate that you've been hanging around with for 20 years. Are they, or your boss. Well, it is. Are they it all is. part of your family yeah. now? That's how ridiculous things are getting. Yeah. Durable, yeah. <laughs> that's a durable yeah. relationship. Durable, stop. Neve, do you have many people in your durable relationships? Oh, my dog as well, of course. Yeah, yeah your dog. Oh, there you go. Your dog is officially part of the family, you know, and has can I, rights. Can I just say on air, I love you, though. You're <laughs> ah, all amazing. Ah, yeah. We love you too, Neve. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay, stay, stay there for a second. Lorenzo, we're going to come to you in a minute. Just got to take a quick break. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. But all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up. But not anymore. Because now he has his own live podcast. The Niall Boylan Podcast. I'm just looking here. Somebody, by the way, WhatsApp a message in, and I'll try and do it in a second if I can for you. Niall, I'm just being a plank here. I'm totally lost. I don't understand what this referendum is about. Can you please explain it to me like I'm a child? I'll do it very quickly before I come to Lorenzo. Very quickly. In the Constitution of Ireland, Article 41, 2, says Ireland recognises that by her life within the home woman gives to the state a support for which the common good cannot be achieved and that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. Now, as part of that, they want to make two amendments to the Constitution, which is to remove that article and replace woman um, with all carers. 
And a lot of people are not happy they're taking women out of the Constitution completely. So in other words, once you're caring for somebody, you're classed as somebody who should be protected by the Constitution. Um, now, you're already protected in the Constitution, by the way, if you're caring for somebody. You're protected by law if you're a carer. Anyway, the other part they want to change is where we define the family. And um, they want to redefine the family. Family, as you know, is just defined as the nuclear family, a man, woman, you know, and children. They want to redefine the family as a durable relationship, which includes everybody who's in any, any kind of relationship. Um, so let me know what you think. So I hope I explained that easy enough. If you're voting yes, you're voting to change it. If you're voting no, you're voting to leave it as it is. Let me know what you think. The number is 085 Now let me go to Lorenzo. Lorenzo, stay there, Maureen. Lorenzo, hi. Good. Family values. I tell you what, you guys, you Italians have great family values. We're starting to lose them, I think. Yeah, but for example, for the uh, relationship, we we have since, I think, 2016 changed as well. So we have durable relationship as well. Oh, you got your... Oh, oh Italy have durable relationships, do they? Yeah. Okay. So you can be married or if you are cohabitant with another person, you go to the town hall and sign a form attesting it that you are in a durable relationship with that person. So you have the same amount of, of, of rights and duties of a married couple. Okay, but you still have to go and sign something to say that you're in a durable yeah. relationship. Yeah, no, no, it has to be official, obviously. You have to go both of them. But Lorenzo, is that not a bit, is that not a bit stupid? But what, I mean, if you have to go to a town hall and sign a piece of paper to say that both of you are in a durable relationship, would you just not go to the town hall and sign a piece of paper saying I'm marrying her? Seems a bit thick. Yes. Um, technically, yes, but they probably don't want to be married in by that kind of legal bond, maybe, or I don't know why, honestly. Well, I'm, assu I'm assuming a durable relationship is the same legal bond, that if you split up and you've got kids and property, it all has to be split down the middle, so I'm assuming it's the same. Yeah, technically, yeah. So I just honestly know why... Instead of going, I think maybe is comes with the cons of being married because then you have even if you go through divorce and separation is more complicated than be uh, okay. cohabitant. Okay. Okay. Well. Okay. But getting getting back to the constitutional amendment, so they want to change that to a durable relationship. They also want to remove the word woman and replace it with kind of all carers. I mean, are yeah. you happy with the idea of that, or is that okay with you? Will you be voting to change it? I would have no problem in changing the durable relationship and marriage, but I, I think it's quite stupid to keep trying to cancel the concept of a woman. Mm -hmm. Honestly, because um, so you'll be voting you'll be voting uh, yes to Amendment Two, but no to Amendment One. I'm assuming then, yeah. Most likely, yeah. Okay, well, Maureen, there you go. I didn't know that. Italy already have abandoned the word family and they have durable relationships. Because I was, I was just going to say that before I heard Lorenzo saying it, I was just going to say, well, what happens to owners that come after the marriage? Is that what they're going to put in when you go to sign your your, your marriage certificate? I think it's nonsense, to be honest with you. I, I, I'm lost. I'm, I'm actually confused, to be I honest with you, because... If by law we then have to have durable relationships, you know, signed into law, right? Yes, yeah. As yeah. Lorenzo says, you know, in Italy, you go mm -hmm. down to the town hall, you both sign a piece of paper saying you're in a durable relationship. Why not just go down and sign a piece of paper saying you're married? What's the difference? There isn't any difference because legally you would be in the same position, I imagine. There is no. There is no. What do you say? Yeah, but again, that's what this is. What the attack is. 
They're going to do away with this notion that you're getting married because married now, a marriage is going to be this taboo word that you can't Yeah, it's use not anymore. cool anymore. It's not cool to get married. Yeah, <laughs> so the attack, on, the attack on language as well. Yeah. Which is also coming in. And you say something which I intend to speak with my mind and say what I like. They can go ask themselves as far as I'm concerned. But if I'll ever be presented with a form and it's I see durable relationship, and do you know what I'm going to do with it? And this is true. I'm going to catch it and rip it up and fire it back at them and say, mm. are you having a laugh? It's not happening now. Not happening. See, see, Lorenzo, I, I, I do. Well, hang on for a second, Maureen. Lorenzo, I see Maureen's argument. What is the, what is the point in doing that apart from virtue signaling? That's all it is. Well, that, that's, I was just having a, a very quick look and the, the main difference is on the ownership of goods, basically. That's the main difference, that if you go for a marriage, you automatically are listed as incumbent. While if you go and do the uh, durable relationship, you automatically are listed as you own your stuff, I own my stuff. So then is in, in, in case of you're going to separate or split up, you keep your own, I keep mine. and you don't But that's, but that's not really the case, Lorenzo, because if you're in a durable relationship or even at this present moment in time, if you're cohabiting with somebody for, say, 20 years, and you have bought a property together, and you've got two kids together, and you end up separating in that, what they call a common law relationship, you still have to go to court, you still, everything still gets split down the middle, so it doesn't really make a difference unless you're single people working separately with two separate homes and no children. But Niall, well, do you know something? Yeah, well, then you're not. Well, then you don't need to be protected by law. So if me and the girlfriend have two apartments and I live in one and she lives in the other and we're together for 10 years and we separate, we don't need to go to court for anything. That doesn't make any sense. Well, you, you, you are in a durable position. You have to basically are in common in the apartment. Yeah, but, but I don't need protection from the law or the constitution for that. It's already there. Do you know what I mean? I, I just I, I find it all a bit, little bit confusing. But I, I know most of our listeners probably find it confusing too. That aspect of it. Stay there, Lorenzo, for a second. Let me go to Morgan. Morgan, yeah. hi. How are you? Hi, Niall. I'm well. How are you? Good, Morgan. I mean, will you be voting yes or no? No, without a shadow of a doubt. No, no, a thousand times no. Mm. Why? Um, because there are messing around with the fundamental unit of society like have we not learned our lesson with our government um, that they are intent on destroying everything that we know as normal traditional traditional and that's been the history of humanity for tens hundreds of thousands of years the fundamental unit of society is the family that is a man and a woman who love each other and through that love they have children because nobody can love their children like their natural mother and father Nobody can love their provided like well, their provided they're mother. functional. Yeah, provided they're functional. But we're talking about basically society. So we'll we will do away with the exceptions for the moment, and we'll talk about on on the whole. The best for a family is a functional male, a functional female who love each other, and children grow up okay. in that functional environment. Let me give you the argument. Of course, the argument is that we do have now same sex couples who are married and have children, mm -hmm. adopt children, mm -hmm. or whatever way you know they they get children or have children. Um. And they will say they want to be respected in the Constitution just as much as you and your wife and two kids. Maybe they, they can be respected in the Constitution by all means, but let's not forget what the Constitution says about the family and what it says about women who give birth to children. 
that the law does not affect them. The law does not affect the family. The, the, family, the law of, let's call it God, is superior. That's what the Constitution says, that basically no positive law can interfere with the fundamental unit of society, which is the family. The family is man, woman, children. If you change that to everybody, if you change that to durable relationship, me and my best friend can have a durable relationship. We can go, we can purchase a woman's body, we can uh, get her to have a child for us, and then that is guaranteed under the Constitution now that the state cannot interfere in that family because it exceeds all positive law. All positive law is man-made law. The family is guaranteed under God's law or whatever you want to call it. It was guaranteed before government came into existence. It will be guaranteed after government comes into existence. If you want to mess with that fundamental rule and that fundamental law of nature, well, then all we have ahead of us is absolute disaster. This is the last piece of air jigsaw. If we lose this, we lose everything. And it's guaranteed by God, but if we take that out of the Constitution, that means that we say, okay, government, come on in and now mess with our family. The, the well, you, you heard Lorenzo. I, did, I didn't, I didn't realise Lorenzo said um, Italy changed that. Sorry, where did you say, Lorenzo, Italy changed the law? Or the Constitution? I think it was 2015, 2016. So they so changed to durable, durable relationships from family. Yeah. 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 And we look, look, look at Italy. Italy's not doing particularly well, um, as things stand. And he, Lorenzo mentioned about property. That's what it will become. You're going to commoditize children, where we can just go and buy children. Oh, I'm in a relationship with um, another dude. I'm in a relationship with my friend. I'm in a relationship with three women and, and, and two other men. And that classifies as a durable relationship. Let's go out and buy a child. Oh, well, we don't actually no, love the durable child. Relationship, the you, no, to be in a, in a durable relationship, you need to have um, an emotional uh, relationship and you have to care for both economically, morally, and ethically. That's from the Italian for how, for, for, law. For, for how long? For a week, a month, a but, year, two years? No, for I mean, if you decide, okay. So let, let's say, let's say, but but I mean, Lorenzo, the point Morgan is making is that it's not really defined very well. But now, mind you, getting closer to the referendum, maybe they will define it better. But in saying that, what's to stop me going, you know, down to the city hall with you and Morgan and saying, "Listen, me, Morgan, and Lorenzo, yeah, we're all, we love each other, all three of us. Uh, we're emotionally attached. I look after them. Yeah, I support Lorenzo and Morgan too. I've got a good job. Uh, we all want to be together in a durable relationship, and we want to adopt a child." Do you know but, what I mean? But that's different. But that, that is the, the adoption of a child is different from... No, no, but what I'm saying is but we're all in a durable relationship. We'll be recognised by the Constitution so there'll be nothing stopping us from adopting a child. Yeah. And, and but I think it's still you can do it. What the Constitution said is woman's place, right? Woman's place. So valuable because the only being that can give birth to a human child is a woman. A woman. That, yeah. uh, if we look into the future, we may have machines that will do, we may have artificial wounds, but a woman, that's how important women are to society. If women don't have children, there is no future for mankind. Yeah. And look, look around us now, look around us with, with trans children and, you know, mutilating children left, right and centre. And, and look at the people who raise those children, look at their ideology. You know, you, you join the dots. Join the dots. So you think they're just trying to eradicate, leaving aside the Second Amendment, the First Amendment, you think they're just trying to eradicate the word woman from the Constitution? They're trying to get rid of the word woman. They will confuse everybody where anybody can become a woman, but well, then it's meaningless. And it's not meaningless. The most important beings in society are women. They are the future of society. They care for children like men can't. 
They carry them for nine months. They give their life for them. They're not stuck in the home. Nowhere in the Constitution does it say you can't leave the home and get to work. It says because we value what women do, bringing children into the world through pain and then the misery and joy of raising children and caring for them. Nobody can care for their children like a mother can. Nobody. Not the best men. Nobody. Women are so fundamentally important to society that we need to do everything to protect them. And not and protecting them doesn't mean, okay, we'll go and work like a fucking dog for 10 or 11 hours a week or a day and then come home and see your child for half a minute and put them to bed and then wonder why in 15 years' time your children are fucking little assholes because they've been trained by the state who doesn't care for them and can't care for them. The only people who can truly care for them are their mother and father and extended family. And beyond all, the mother. The mother is the supreme being in this equation. That's why we make goddesses out of women. Okay, well, hold on. Some of the texts and comments coming in. Billy says, by the way, I can't come on, but one point I want to make, woman and women is referenced in the Constitution five times. Man and men are referenced three times. Uh, let me go to Bernie. Uh, Bernie, stay there, Morgan, if you can. Bernie, hi, how are you? Sure. I'm Grant. How are you, Niall? I'm good. I, maybe people are taking this all a little bit too seriously. I suppose that's what the impression Look, I'm getting from one or two people by texting in saying, you know, there's no, there's nothing sinister in this. They just want to make it more equal by replacing the word woman with all carers, uh, by, rep- by redefining families as a durable relationship. No, a family is a family to me, husband, wife and children. That's what our boy, girl, children. Okay, well, okay. Well, then if, if I said to you there was two lads, they're married and they've got two kids, are they not a family? They can call themselves whatever they are. They're not a boy and a girl, so they can be something else. Well, they can, what are they? Are they, not, are they not a family, but? They're a family in, in, in a certain aspects, but it's like, at the end of the day, to me, a traditional family is a boy, girl, and children. Well, that's the if nuclear have, family, men, yes. Yeah, yeah, the nuclear family. So, I mean, if two men have children, they didn't have them naturally. Obviously. So they're they're parenting those children. They're mm. the parents of those children. They're not the parent. They're not the actual mother and father of those children. They are the parents. They're not actually female male. See, I don't agree That's with you on that point. And I know I normally don't disagree with you, Bernie, but I don't agree with you that because my mother was my adoptive mother. She wasn't my birth mother, but she was still my mother. I called her my mother, and she'll only she ever be female. my mother. Yeah, but she was female. And, and my father, and was, father my, was male. And my father was my father. Yeah, and they were just male and female. They were male and female. But they weren't just my parents. As far as I'm concerned, they were my mother and father. Even though my mother yeah. and father are two completely different people, my biological mother and father, I've, I've no idea who my father is, but I know where my mother was. But but I wouldn't have the same respect for them as I would have for the people who raised me, who I considered to be my mother and father. So, now yeah, get they are your mo- so you're, you're calling them mother and father. What do you call two men? They're two males. Well, I suppose like which they, one of them is the mother and which well, one is the father? Well, neither, is, is, the, well, neither is the mother. They're both called exactly. fathers. Yeah. That, this is my confusion. So, a, 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 the nuclear family is pa- mother, father, children. Regardless if they're adopted or not adopted, they're still mother, father, children. Two men having children, neither of them gave birth to them. So, they can, what are they called? They can't be mammy and daddy. No, the daddy and daddy. Exactly. So, they can't go into the family nucleus as mother, father, children. That's the, that's what the nuclear family is. I know, I, absolutely. And that, but isn't that why they want to change the constitution to represent those other families? That's what they're saying. But no, they, 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 the, the basic human life, since time began, since nature, when, since the explosion, whatever once said, God put man on the earth, it's been man, woman. I have done an exceptional job. I've given birth to four children. I lost a fifth child. I'm still 
very proud to be a mother. I am not giving up that title. I don't want to be paid anything at all. I am a proud mother. Okay. And I want to be represented for going forward and my children who have had kids, my daughters and my sons, I want them to be represented as the nuclear family. If they have, if, if one of my children down the road is is, has, is, is homosexual or by whatever, I don't know what all the terminology is, sorry, um, that's fine. They're rearing a child. They're never going to, they're not the parent, they're, one of them is the parent, one of them isn't. Well, I, I know where this is going, by the way, because what's going to happen is is what we've seen recently in other countries where birth certificates will change now. Um, and on a birth certificate, you won't have the words mother and father anymore. You'll have parent one and parent two. No, no, no look. But that's what I, they're I, doing. I, I, I know, I know, I, and I agree with you at that point. I, I don't want to ever see that happen. But we're seeing a push towards all of that neutralization of the words mother and father, men and women, man and woman. We're seeing these words being eradicated to suit a very small amount of people, by the way. It's a, you know, it's a minority of people who, who shout very loud who want these words eradicated because it triggers them. But if you look at, you know, both timetable, both to cancelled triggers me. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, you know that that triggers me and pisses me off. But you know what I mean? Things trigger everybody. everybody are, are you offended? You you, I mean, I'm listening I'm to female politicians. Offended. You know, I'm, I'm listening to female politicians saying they're offended by the article that uh, recognizes the woman in the home, and they're saying that's sexist. Do you think it's sexist? I don't think it personally no, is. I, mean, I think it's protection. Uh, to no women. one else. Look at Nile. I am heartbroken every time I go in and collect my grandchildren in a crash when I see the toddlers feeding trays all with their names on it. Mm. There's no, like the girls minding your children today. The government don't care that they want two people out paying a mortgage. A mother, if they want, a mother's pride and joy is to be able to mind her children at home. Unfortunately, this government don't see that. They don't care about it. They want two people on a mortgage certificate so they can give out a mortgage and they shove them out the door to work. Now, any woman, some women don't want to be at home. That's fine. That's their choice. But, I mean, it's got ridiculous. I mean, give them a woman a tax incentive to be at home for five years. Well, we, well we, here's you know, the problem. We, we don't support the family and that, I suppose, didn't come true till yesterday, really, when we really realised this. Not only because of this referendum, which coincidentally was on the same day, uh, but the figures come out yesterday for birth rates in Ireland. And in the last year, the birth rate has dropped again by 7% on last year. We're now at, I think, something like 5% less or lower than what they call replacement level, which means there's more people dying than are being born. So that can only end up in one situation where we have a reduced population. And that's why we're seeing a large influx of people coming into the country, because otherwise we'll end up paying out loads of pensions and have no, no young people left in the country. So we're at a... a Big problem. And the reason we have that big problem, and I'll say this, and I don't know whether Morgan and Bernie agree with me, I think we don't mm. encourage the family in this country. I don't. We don't provide childcare. It's too expensive for people to have children anymore. Um, the costs of raising a child are too expensive. It's too expensive to heat the home. It's too expensive to do everything. And that's why people are having less. One and a half children per, per, or per couple nowadays is all we're having. One yeah. and a half. Okay, yeah. so... Uh, yeah, that, that's, ter that's a terrible indictment of a country that always puts families, was always prided its families. Like, you know, I'm from a large family. I, I thought four was a far, large family. You know, I'm very proud that we, I can continue on. You know, and I mean, it's the government don't want, they don't even want to hear the word children anymore. It's so bad. It's like, you're not allowed to mention them. You're not allowed to discuss them. They're, they're like an inconvenience. And that's so wrong. So you're going to be voting no to both amendments? Yeah, I'm saying no to ne nothing. I'm saying no to both of them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying no, I'm saying no to everything. Whatever you're putting in front of me, just no is the answer. 
Leave it as it is. You do, you're killing our families. You're, you're killing humanity. That's what they're doing. I mean, they want to kill us when you get to 65 now. They won't even have to worry about it. Oh, well, well, well you, euthanasia, that's the next thing, of course, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, look. I, oh, my God. I think my toe is a bit gammy there because I'm in my 60s. I ah, should oh, put her down. Going to the next world. Do you know what I found out yesterday? And I didn't realize that this interesting fact and statistic. If I asked you a question, how what percentage of the population that had died in Canada last year was by euthanasia. What percentage would you think? Roughly. But 0.3%. You would think, and that's exactly what I said, 0.2 or 3%. 4% yeah. of the population who died in Canada last year was by euthanasia. What? Oh my God, that's so sad. 4% was by euthanasia. I was astounded by that figure. And now they want to extend euthanasia to say, for example, drug addicts. And things like that. It's bonkers. Talk about devaluing human beings. Uh, stay there, Bernie. Let me go to Madeline. That's a shocking figure, isn't it? Madeline, hi. How are you? Hi, Niall. How are you today? Good. Madeline, okay. Will you be voting yes or no to both amendments? No, no, no. And I will be only repeating everything that last lady has said, word for word, uh, just by the very nature of um, the very laws of nature. A man and a woman creates a baby. And the definition of a mother is the mother who nurtures and loves and encourages that child to grow up. Um, nuclear family may not be the right terminology, but what my fear would be, because as we have seen over the years, they are doing everything to desecrate um, families, Irish families, and by getting rid of the word or anything to do with women, I think they just want to eradicate women and motherhood completely. Mm -hmm. And that would be my fear. Yes, well, or not recognising the value of women. They don't recognise the value. And actually, if you go right back to when the Constitution was put together and um, when they were doing Article 41, um, and at the time there was a question thrown at De Valera about how they would support the family. And there was a, apparently an off-the-cuff remark made that some form of state support may be given to people who stay at home. It has been fought right back to the 60s, 70s, 80s. Women should have received some sort of payment mm -hmm. to be at home. Not as in a payment, it's the most complex and important position on the planet being a mother because absolutely nobody else on the planet can do it, being a mother. But you see, it's not so even why? about giving a payment, right? And there was a case, as I said, back about 20 years yeah. ago that was lost in the High Court because it's up to, they said it was up to the government to legislate for payments, right? But it's not necessarily just a payment. No. It's, for example, what that piece of the Constitution should protect is if you do have children, that the government provide childcare that the government provide for the family so you don't have to go to work to pay for all of these things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Or, no, or for, no, education, for education, for school books, for uniforms, payment, for all of those things. Yeah. That's, so, a, that's, a, that's the wrong way to put it, but there should have been a recognition that mothers, they need to be at home. And mm -hmm. another thing I might be shocked for saying is I think it has caused a huge breakdown in our society as a whole. Absolutely. That the mothers and fathers are going out in the morning. I've seen it myself, babies, infants being handed over to crashes in their wet nappies from the night before, mothers tearing off to work. How are those children ever going to bond with parents? How are they ever going to learn how to be part of a family? It's like everything is just, the, the lock has been taken off the door and everybody is just out doing everything and anything. The government are not interested in protecting our families. Like the last lady, lady said, there should definitely be payments for people who want to stay at home and encourage educated, respectful um, human beings growing up. 
Mm-hmm. And another thing, I think it's uh, another thing, if you don't mind me making another point. Yeah, go ahead. Why, they're bringing, why are they bringing this up now with all the other issues, these major issues that we're facing? Because it's, a good, dist- because it's a good distraction, Madeline, that's why. Another, another distraction. My very point, mm-hmm. we should be working on the issues we're facing, like the inept government that was sitting there at the moment, the civil unrest, the mass immigration, the abysmal hospital system, children still sitting in a... Uh, an unwanted minister for justice. <laughs> you, oh my God! You know, I, I mean, I could go on and on, but they just keep throwing. And, I, and I'm guilty of it now because here I am commenting, commenting on something that's not of utmost importance at the moment because our country is falling asunder and nobody is doing anything to try and fix it. What has happened over the last few years? The government have just become more elitist, and everybody else is just, I don't know, beneath their nose. Uh, thank you, Madeline. Thank you for that. I'm sorry I have to rush through people. I appreciate you coming on the air. I want to go to Morris and Joan, and then I want to I want to bring on Maliki towards the end, then uh, because I want Maliki to come on. As you know, he is apart from having to comment on everything else, he is a family law solicitor, so he knows a lot about you know the constitution in relation to this. So he'll give you a quick explainer because somebody did send in a message earlier on um, saying, "Can you please explain this referendum now, like I'm a child?" Well, uh, Maliki will try his best to do that. Uh, but first, let me just go to Morris and Joan. Uh, Morris, hi. How are you? Uh, good, thanks, Niall. Good, Morris. Um, will you be voting yes or no, based on what you know? I'll be, vo- I'll be, I'll be voting no. I just, it's, in, in my opinion, I just another attack on the family, and uh, it's, 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 um, it's. It, I think the, the like the government isn't like other countries, like Germany, for instance. They even have a ministry for families to encourage people to have more kids. Yes, we're going the other direction. We're we're almost discouraging people and. And, and instead, we're bringing a load of people who have no attachment to the country, who would take would cost a lot of money to integrate to our society. And to be honest, most of these people probably won't be won't cover the costs of um, you know the costs of housing them, feeding them, and everything, and training them up to speak the language and to obtain a skill. If they don't have a skill, like if you look at what it's costing Germany, for instance, they accepted a million people. And it's costing them, uh, on average, uh, sixty thousand euros. That's towards mm-hmm. housing them, feeding them, and educating them, so, um, giving them a skill, and also to, to learn the German language. Um, you know that that isn't being talked about. And people, the taxpayers, paying for it. Um, like we're we're not going to have enough money at the end of the day to pay everyone. And, you know, the, the pensions are all based on... Let's say, I, I'm with you, by the way, I'm with you on all of these problems, Morris, but what I, I, I'm failing to see why that would, um, I suppose, steer you in a direction of voting no in this particular referendum. I mean, do you... I, 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 I'm trying to put the connection together here. Yeah, I view it as a, as a way of the government, um, you know, almost trying to, you know, another attack on the family unit and to instead then turn to whatever fellas are coming from God knows where and for them to supposedly um, to, to, to fix the situation, like how are they going to fix the situation if they're not going to integrate or whatever. But there's a few other referendums that are related to this issue. Like for instance, what about common law marriage? I'm not sure exactly what it is, cohabit. But like for instance, if I, I let's say if I refuse to sign a cohabitation agreement, if I um, well, then you're not cohabiting, and, and you heard Lorenzo earlier on. The way it works in Italy is that you have to go down to the town hall and sign a form saying you're in a durable relationship, yeah. which is what the government will want us to do. Otherwise, you in won't be country, in a durable relationship. Yeah, in this country, they do it automatically. Um, if the well, but that's a, that's a bit dodgy, by the way, isn't it? Doing it automatically. If you live with somebody, you know, for three or four yeah. years, and all of a sudden you have a Barney, 
you know, well, then you should both yeah. go your separate ways and be done with it. In, in this country, three years with no kids, if you're living every day um, with each other, the state then recognises that as a common law marriage. Well, you shouldn't, unless you own property together. If you own property together, it should be just split in half, and that'll be the end of it. There shouldn't be any... Nobody needs to interfere in that situation. You're not married. You're not, you're not you know, cohabiting, essentially. You know, when I say cohabiting... If you've got children, of course, it's a completely different situation. But if you've no children, you're living together in an apartment and you're renting it out for three years and you break up, you just go your separate ways. You don't get half of his money and he shouldn't get half of yours. Anyway, that's, I, we're complicating it now by talking about other things too, Morris. I do appreciate it, but you're voting now. That's the main thing. Let me go to Joan. Joan, hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Niall. And I will be 100% voting no. Okay. Absolutely. I've yet to find somebody I, today who's going to vote yes, but go on. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I kind of, t- I find that as, um, as a bit of a hate speech against women. Mm. You know, so I mean, I know we spoke about the hate speech bill and like who determines what hate is. Well, I think that the government hate women and the fact that they're removing that from the constitution is horrific. And I would hope and pray that everybody in Ireland would would be against this. But do you do you believe but do you believe the constitution as it stands is sexist? Not at all, no. Because that's what I heard the Green Party say yesterday, that it's sexist. Yeah, but I mean, that's, I mean, Eamon Ryan was probably asleep when they were talking about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, can anybody actually, can anybody actually believe that, Phil? It no? was a woman, Pauline, what's her face? I can't remember her second name. She, well, she they're was, all the same. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. all cooking the same she was on news talk and she said it's sexist. Okay, but yeah, the, the, the idea that, you know, a woman by, uh, what's it, uh, by her life within the home, woman gives to the state support which the common good cannot be achieved, a mother should not be obliged uh, by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of the duties in the home. So they want to replace that with, instead of woman or women, it'll be all family carers. No, no. I mean, it's a woman is a woman is a woman. I mean, what, why, what is, what is going on in the world at the minute that they want to just degrade women? I mean, put, I mean, I'm sure you, you've seen this analogy or heard this meme yourself. Put a hundred, you know, um, put a, put one man and a hundred, you know, trans women on an island, and in a hundred years live a hundred skeletons, one <laughs> skeletons. But, yeah. but put one man and a hundred women, normal, real women, with uteruses and X X X chromosomes. And, you and you'll have a population in a hundred years. Yes, have a population and a thriving community. So I find the fact that they want to take that from the constitution, I find that to be um, hate speech. Oh, okay, okay. You find it to be hate speech. You'll be voting no as well. Sorry, I've got a couple more to get to. Uh, Jason, very quickly, Malikim, coming to you in a second. Jason, go ahead. Well, how are we getting on? How are you doing? I know you're on your break there. You got to be quick, quick one. Will you be voting no or yes? Of course, I'll be voting no. No, I've been talking to you about this for years. I've been talking to you about this for but years. You're in, but you're in a durable relationship. You're not oh, married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, will you stop with that? Will you? Jesus, she's in here, shop. Every time you mention that word, she little diamonds go off in her eyes. It's going to be happening sooner than she thinks. So thanks to you. Check her. Oh, so did I, did I egg you on the other day? Uh, just with all this that's going on, I really, it's really made me really think about my position. Whether, you know, that type of okay, way. you're right. You're right. Well, I'm, I'm delighted to hear that, by the way. Okay, so, so you'll be voting no to both changing the constitution to value, uh, change the word woman and also the, the word family. Well, changing the definition of a family to a durable, durable relationship. 
whatever that is, whatever that is. But no, they've been at this for a long time. I said it to you before, this fella's been forced on us. Nobody elected this fella in, this Leo Bradley fella in. And they kind of put him there, and they kind of put him there right before the gay, the gay marriage referendum. And then it comes out that he was gay. And then we, we were great. We had a gay tea shop. We went from being a Catholic conservative country. All of a sudden then, we've legalised abortion. We've done all this trans stuff. Now we're trying to do away with women and now we're trying to do away with the family. He's also said that Ireland is too white. And it's full of white, pasty-faced, picking middle-aged men. Like, when are people going to wake up and realise what's happening? Mm. Well, I know he did want diversity within, you know, the civil service, for example. Have you yeah. heard them? Did you hear them? Actual, we need more, more black. I mean, could you imagine me or you moving over to one of them countries and then all of a sudden saying, saying I want more white people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is full of Muslims. We need more Christians. We'd be run out of the place, but yeah, it's okay to say it over here for some strange reason. Well, I, can I just say that's called affirm? They call it affirmative action, and they've tried it in it's America. It does, it does. Well, it is racism. They call it affirmative yeah. action, but it doesn't work. Affirmative action was a big thing they did in the eighties in America, where they gave precedence over hiring a black people, or you had to have a certain amount of black people hired, you know, or Asian people, or whatever it was. But it doesn't work it, because basically, what you're doing is discriminating against people. But you're not allowed to say it. But if you said no more white people, that's perfectly okay. But, he, but he's not the only one that said it in the doll. Numerous politicians in the doll over the years have mentioned the word white privilege and other things as well, which but I we find quite. Well, I, I find it quite disturbing. But look, we're going off of the subject slightly anyway. Getting back to the family, um, do you? I mean, the, according to the constitution, the family is the kind of nuclear family: man, woman, and children. And you know, they want to bring a, a more diverse. I suppose, definition of the word into the Constitution that represents single parents and represents, you know, gay parents and represents, um, you know, I don't know, the, the man, woman and child too, I suppose. No, I didn't do much schooling, but as far as I was always concerned, you needed a male and a female to come together to produce produce another life. So, oh, well, you do, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, then that's the family. I'm sorry, everything else is just everything else. It's, it's this, let's cater to everybody and let's not upset everybody. And to be honest, kids are now an accessory to certain people. I mean, they dumped them in a crash all day long and they're just Instagram kids now. Look how great I am at the weekend, putting them into the Range Rover and bringing them off to their pony lessons. But now I'm going to stick them in a second crash come uh, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock Monday morning and I won't have to look after a red until Friday. Jason, thank you for that. I appreciate it. I'm sorry I'm short with everybody. By the way, Donald says on WhatsApp reports, um, he said, uh, there's an RT article, I read it. He said, it also proposes the deletion of the words uh, in quotations on which the family is founded from Article 4131. Let me go to Maliki to get some clarification on exactly what it's all about. Maliki Steenson is also a family law solicitor, as well as talking to us about immigration and many other things. Maliki, hi, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Naya. Okay. Naturally, as people would suspect, I would be voting no on the two on these two referendums, which are the most nonsensical, unrequested um, referendums that have ever been put before the people of this country by a political and NGO class who are just engaged in distraction politics. And I will make a prediction here. Now, both of these referendums will be massively lost by the state, despite all the indoctrination they're going to pump in all of the advertisements they're going to put in uh, onto the broadcast media and all of the NGOs coming out in support of them. This ref these referendums will be a referendum on government policy and on the state of the country. <clears throat> and that's why people should and will vote no. Now, let's look at what they actually want to do. <clears throat> and I, I think it's, I'll read out Article 41 because I think it's important because there's a lot of nonsense and there's an interchangeability with people who are mm -hmm. talking about this, between women and mothers. 
two totally separate things. Um, although you can't be a mother without being a woman. Obviously. Put that in there. Oh, um, although there are, some, there are some people who believe you can, but how and ever, go on. Well, yes, but then there's some people who believe... They can um, be a lamppost. Yeah. And they believe, you know, still believe in Santi probably, and they yep. still believe that the government in this country has some interest in its people. But, you know, those people are few and far between. <clears throat> Article 41.1 states, the state recognises the family as a natural primary and fundamental unit group of society and as a moral institution possessing inalienable and imprescriptible rights, antecedent and superior to all positive law. 1.2. The state therefore guarantees to protect the family in its constitution and authority as a necessary basis of social order and as indispensable to the welfare of the nation and the state. Now, let's look at how society and particularly Western civilization evolved for the past 2,000 years now. It has evolved into Judean Christian tradition based on the family and based on the concept that the best place for children to grow up and be reared was to be reared by their natural parents in a contractual union, which we call marriage. And that's right across the, the religious and the political and societal spectrum, right across the world for 2000 years. It's only in the past number of years that, you know, people are trying to redefine all of those things. Now, what is wrong Nora, with saying that the state, and the state is the people, see the family, as the primary and fundamental group of society. Actually, well, I personally see nothing wrong with that. And that doesn't take away from the fact that you have different types of families, but it just say, it's just saying that that is the ultimate family. That is the nuclear family no, and that and it should be protected. Yeah, but, but the constitution is something we aspire to. It's something that we should be trying to achieve. And it's not, it doesn't take away from any other form of union to say that marriage and a family unit based on marriage is the best place for children to grow up. And we know, and people they come on and say, oh, you know, people say that the majority of people, for instance, who are convicted of crime come from single parent families and lower socioeconomic areas and all of these things. We'd be told, oh, well, Mary out there is a great mother, her kids are not in jail. And that's not the issue. The fact is that where children don't have a positive role positive male role model, particularly young boys, they are more likely than not to end up in some kind of difficulty through their life. That's a simple fact that's been glossed over here. And we should be striving to reform the family, build society based on the family. Give, and they just started, you know, they're at this for years when they started the individual, individualization of the tax system. If so, you take even, if, if you take, Somebody on welfare, for instance, and they have another child, they will get an increase in welfare, right? Mm -hmm. If you're a married couple working and not on welfare, or anybody working and not on welfare, and you have another child, you don't get one penny more in tax relief from the state. Now, if we move on to... Okay, um, but just, just uh, very quickly, because I, I, I obviously I don't know you meant to sign, but so for people who don't know what they want to change or they want to redefine the family as a durable relationship. Now, Lorenzo was on earlier on, he said they did this in Italy and, and in 2015. Have, yeah. And other people have, have described, you know, what could potentially come from that on the show already, so I won't go over that. But what is a durable relation? relationship? You know, we live in a disposable society where you buy something in a shop and it's supposed to be durable for 20 years and in two weeks it's broke. You know, what's durable? 
Mm-hmm. So, and they can't define that just as they can't define what hate speech is and they can't even define what a woman is. Now, if we move on to then Article 40, 41 two. Two one says, and they want to get rid of this altogether. In particular, the state recognises that her, her life, by her life within the home, woman gives to the state a support without which the common good cannot be achieved. And then in two two, it goes on to say, the state shall therefore endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. Now, if we look at the fourth part. Are we saying that a woman who works at home doesn't give, and who's raising her children, doesn't give the state support which the common good cannot be achieved by? What is the common good? Surely it's the betterment of society and of rearing our children in the best possible way so that they can contribute to society and grow up as independent so people. By, so by changing, by voting well, yes to change that, you're saying, well, basically by voting yes to change that, you're devaluing the, the role of women in society. Of course you are. But of course they're doing that for the past year because, you know, they, they don't even, they, they want men to be women. You know, and, and we're not getting into that debate today. But this, And then when it goes on to say that mothers should not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour. Now, you're old enough as I am and many of your listeners are. When my mother and father got married, they were able to buy a house, as were yours, on one salary. And if your mother went out to work, it was for the extra bits. It was for the, the in many people's cases, the, the mobile home and Scaries or Wexford or whatever. <laughs> they didn't, they worked through choice. And this nonsense that we're told, Oh, well, women weren't allowed to work. The only women that were stopped working were women who were working after they got married under the marriage ban was women who worked for the state or the banks. Most people didn't do that. Most people worked in, in, in ordinary businesses where there was no bar on women working. And shouldn't we be saying that we should be trying to get back to a society Opposed to what we have now, where, where even a husband and wife, a man and woman, going out and working and earning high salaries, still can't afford to buy a house, never mind have kids. If we look at the cost of, of, of childcare. Well, I, mean, you know, I, I, well, I mentioned this earlier on, the figures are out yesterday, and we're now um, only having 1.5 children per couple, and we're below the replacement level for the first time, I think. Um, and so it's 7% it's not, down on last year. In reality, in this country, the only people who can have children are the very poor or the very rich. It's the same as the only people who can go to law and sue somebody are the very poor and the very rich because the very poor get it for free and the very rich can afford it. And that's the type of society we've created. Is that the type of society okay, we want? Finally, finally is, is Maliki, that, can I ask you, do you think it's sinister that they're having this referendum on International Women's Day? I think that they're, they're just clutching at every straw they can. And I was interested to hear, I think it was the Taoiseach um, yesterday saying that, you know, they're going to use the Referendum Commission to stop misinformation. Like, what is, the, what is information? Tell us what a, a um, durable relationship is. What they want to do is to shut down any debate. And no doubt many of the things that we're saying here today, next month, will be considered hate speech, so we won't even be allowed to debate that. And you're going to have a state-appointed commission 
who are invested in the status quo, who are going to tell us what we can or we cannot say in a, a, a no. debate. In a referendum. Well, they won't be telling and me because they, not, this podcast is hosted on an American server, so they won't be oh, telling yeah, me. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking in general. Yeah. But either we believe in a democracy or we don't. And I, I believe that the political class now in this country, backed up by the NGO class who actually run the country, the 30,000 NGOs who get $6.5 billion per year from the taxpayer to, to tell us what to do and what to think and what to eat mm-hmm. and what to do, to do in every aspect of our life. You know, we have now a nanny state which is now directing people what to think and where to go and where not to go and all of these things, what you can do in your own, own life. And, I, you know, you listen for years about when the Trotskyite left were saying, oh, the church never gets out of the bedroom, you know, and they're fixated about that. You know, as far as I can see, the only thing that the political class now is interested and concerned about is all of these woke issues that nobody I have met since this debate started or this discussion started well, about this. Well, the Green Party uh, wants yeah. It's remotely interested in it and fails to see any reason why we should have it other than to make the likes of O'Gorman and the Greens and all these other, uh, I wouldn't call them clowns because they're very shrewd uh, uh, people. Takes a wise man to play the fool, yeah. Well, we thought Ryan was prepared to fly back on a private jet just to vote for McEntee <laughs> and we discussed them to said that they were wanted to get rid of her then giving him a pairing so he didn't have to come back. You know, we're living in a world, a dystopian world. I mean, North Korea doesn't have a patch on what this country is becoming. And you're not allowed, not, you, you, it's not that you, just that you won't be allowed to speak. They don't even want you to think. So the, um, the first step that people have to stand up against this tyranny and this um whole lifestyle that's being created where we're just going to be pawns and be, be lectured to by the great and the good is to say no on March the 8th to both referendums. Give this government a kick in the teeth. Tell them we're sick and tired of everything that they're doing. So that, okay. even if you don't know what the referendum is about, vote no. All right, thank you for that, Maliki. I appreciate you coming on the air to explain it to us. And obviously, um, we'll get some. We'll try and get somebody on at some point uh, who will explain the vote yes and why you should vote yes for a level of balance, I suppose. Let, I forgot all about Tony, and I do apologise, Tony. Yeah, and he's just hanging in there. <laughs> it's okay, Noel. I'm still here. I'm listening to good people speaking. Tony, what, we, we'll wrap it up. But what do you want to say? Look, I just want to say, Noel. What is happening to this country? What are these people trying to do to our country? They are destroying our country in front of our eyes. Every single aspect of our country is being destroyed. Everything we hold dear. And now they're going after the family. And now I've said this, I've been on your like I've been on your podcast before. And there's two gay men there. I don't care about saying it. I know there's a lot of gay men that are gonna be against this as well. But two gay men there that are not going to have children, they're not going to have grandchildren, and they're going to leave a trail of destruction behind them and go off back into their nice cushy jobs and wet themselves laughing at people. They don't care about this country. They don't care about women. They don't like women purely by their very nature of how they were born with the genetics they were born with. They don't like women. Well, well, I, I'm curious, Tony, just, I, I agree with you in relation to the country and, and, and what they're doing. But, 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 but no, I want to come back to something very quickly if I can. Okay. 
I just want to come back to something. I mean, in relation to gay men, gay men have the right to marry in Ireland. Um, and yeah, they're right to get over. Okay. And, and, and biologically, right. of course, they can't have children if they're two men in a relationship. Yeah. They can right. adopt children, yeah. I suppose, if that's, right. the, that's what they want to do. Okay, yeah. Uh, sure and I do, and by the way, I do believe they should also be recognized in, in law the same way as any other yeah, married couple. I agree with you. Yeah, yep, okay. But that still doesn't give us a I reason know. to eradicate what's already in the Constitution, I don't believe. Noel, these men, and these two in particular, are trying to eradicate women from Ireland. Mm. They just want to erase them. And you only have to... Well, I, I don't only think it's gay men who are out there trying to eradicate women from society. I know, I, I, no, hang on for a second, Tony. I think it's just, it's, the, it's these kind of lefties, isn't it? That just want to eradicate the word woman in general. But why do they want to eradicate the word woman? I don't know. Like, I wish I understood it, to be honest with you. Yeah, but just like there's no explanation for it. There's no positives. They aren't coming on and saying, okay, well, this is, all this is the positives. Because there's none. Purely because there's no positives there with this. And are you going to be voting no, Tony, yeah? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I, don't, do you I don't even think? think I have to ask you, Tony. Tony, listen, I'm sorry I have to cut you a little bit short there. And I do apologize for leaving you waiting as long as you did. Um, I, I do apologize. I just I had Malachi. I had to go to there because he wanted to do an explainer on the whole thing. Um, and obviously he did an explainer in his own view. Uh, there, I'm sure there's other solicitors who give you a different type of explainer. But I think Malachi's was fairly accurate, to be honest with you. Um, I think everybody is right in what they said today. This is a pure and utter distraction by the government. It's completely unnecessary completely unnecessary. It's only necessary for those who believe that the legislation is sexist in some way. And I don't even think, I don't know how they can even think that. For women who want to stay at home, I think it devalues them as women who are stay-at-home mums, which is a very important role in society. I believe it devalues women in general. And I also believe that the second part of it devalues the family. I think the family is essential. I mentioned earlier on, it's the cornerstone of society. It's the foundation of the state. It serves as protection for children. It's where a child feels safe. That doesn't mean, by the way, that if you're in a same-sex relationship or if you're in a single-parent relationship or if you're in a relationship where two people are not married, it doesn't make it less worth less. It just means that everybody, society understands that a married couple, man and a woman, two children, has always been the nuclear family. Everything else is okay too, but we have to protect that. Just because everything else is okay doesn't mean we don't protect that. That's the point that's being made by Maliki. So in other words... If you believe in the family and you believe that women are important and you believe the word woman is important, Maliki is urging everybody to vote now. If you want to look into it deeper and take a different interpretation of it, well, that's entirely your view of it. You can do that too. In the meantime, thank you very much indeed. Sorry, we've gone way over time today. I do apologize for keeping everybody. But it was a very interesting conversation. And I can honestly say, I'm even looking to, there's a few WhatsApps there to read out and everybody has said more or less the same thing. So I'm not going to read them all out to you. Unfortunately, I don't have time now today. But they're all saying exactly the same thing. They're all voting no. This is not going to look good for the, the government. It's going to be a right kick in the arse for them. So, please support the show so we can continue to talk about the issues that matter. Because it's really important. Because you heard what Maliki said. You know, the Ministry of Misinformation, as I call them, will be clamping down on media to make sure that you're all told to probably vote yes. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll be accused of misinformation. They'll try and clamp down on podcasts. They'll try and clamp down on everything. They won't clamp down on me. So please support the show and help us to continue to provide this platform every day for your opinions, uncensored.
It's not like radio. I don't have to have one on to agree and one on to disagree and one on to agree, which can be quite cumbersome and boring by times, to be honest with you. Be interesting by other times. But I can let as many people on to say as whatever they want at any time because this is our podcast. And we can do what we want. I'm the boss. So if you want to complain to anybody, you complain to me. Please support the show. Go to our website, nileboylan.com. To all those who've already supported us, thank you very much indeed. Please subscribe. There's three of us work on the show. Buy us a pint of beer between the three of us once a month, five ninety nine on the website. And you can see all the videos, including by the one I did yesterday with Herman Kelly, uh, live from Brussels, and the Irish Freedom Party. All there on the website. You can watch all of those videos. That's the only way to watch the videos is on the website if you subscribe for five ninety nine a month. If you can't do that, and you can only do a one-off, or you want to subscribe even more, you want to give us more money, and you want to support the show and help us to fund all of this expense, please go to the donate page, and you can donate a fiver or your 10 million, whatever you want to do. Somebody was messing yesterday, actually, and put 10 million or something up on it. Not that I thought it was real for a second, although I did get excited for one moment. So please donate to the show. Do it now or subscribe and support us. If you can't do that, and I understand there's a crisis at the moment and people don't have much money, so I still appreciate it. You're watching it for free now. You're listening for free now, aren't you? We don't charge you. Please, all I ask you to do, if you can't afford to subscribe or donate, all I ask you to do is tell a friend about the show. Share it with a friend. Share a link with a friend from Twitter, Facebook, or indeed the website. Just tell a friend about the show. If you can't even share it, tell them about it. Tell them to listen every day at 12 on Twitter and Facebook. Until then, we'll talk again tomorrow at 12. Have a great day. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms.